0: Você está ouvindo China Africa Talk. Jumbo, eu sou a Bridget, aqui, que está indo para a China, na África.
1: Você écoutez o dialogo sino-africano com a Bridget?
0: Everything China, Everything Africa.
1: Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com a Bridget? Sayyidati, você está ouvindo o Sayyidati? Muito bem, você está ouvindo o
0: Welcome to another edition of China Africa Tour. I'm your host, Bridget Mutampira coming to you from the Chinese capital, here in Beijing and in today's edition we look at space cooperation between China and Africa. Now in November 2021, space cooperation between China-Africa youth students was included in the forum on China-Africa Cooperation Dakar Action Plan 2022-2024 and under this cooperation plan on Tuesday, September the 6th, African students from Ethiopia, Egypt, Algeria, Somalia, Senegal, Namibia, Nigeria, and South Africa were given an exclusive opportunity to speak with and interview Chinese tycoons Chen Dong, Liu Yang, and Tsai Zhu Tse currently living and working aboard the China Space Station. The event was facilitated by the mission of China to the African Union, the China Manned Space Agency and the African Union Commission via video call. The Earth to Space call which started at 11 GMT on Tuesday allowed the students to hear and see crew members live from space now just a background here of the space crew mission the taikonauts were sent to the china space station in june for a six-month mission and in late july they entered wenxian the first lab module that docked with station so far they have conducted multiple life science experiments in microgravity and had their first spacewalk. china africa talk caught up with corresponding journalist geram chala from Ethiopia to discuss some of the issues raised by the African students during the Corps. And in this edition, we will discuss the progress made so far and his views on the future of space cooperation from what he gathered from the event. Giram, welcome to the program. So, Giram, you had the opportunity to listen in and watch and report on the interview between the Chinese Taikonauts and the African students. What is the selection criteria in Africa for the selected students who had the interview. Was this the first time to encounter such an event?
1: Well, thank you so much for having me, uh, first of all. Let's talk about the entire event and just paint this impression. Mm -hmm. This was the first time in the continent that astronauts, especially from China, spoke to African youth. It was really Mm. inspiring, something that the participant youth have found very interesting at the same time, because as you know, space is something that most of us are not really aware of, and anything that comes out of it in terms of like people telling us, people who have been there informed astronauts and in a Chinese term, techonauts. Tech it's really interesting. So it was really a beautiful event, an event that most of us did not even have a chance, let alone the youth, to attend. Now, the selection criteria, mm. just to answer your question, as far as I'm concerned, and then also, according to some of the people that we spoke to, is people, the youth who are in the science field, youth who are interested, uh, have been involved in different forms of scientific activities, not mm-hmm. only space, but Mm -hmm. also other genres of science at the same time, here in Ethiopia, from Nigeria, from Egypt, Mm -hmm. uh, from South Africa, Somalia, generally eight countries were part of this uh, event, and they were asking live questions and others. So these were the selection criteria, and the youth were fully participating in the day's event.
0: Hmm. I mentioned earlier, though, in my introduction, in November 2021, space cooperation between China-Africa youth students was included in the forum on China-Africa cooperation at the Dakar Action Plan 2022 to 2024. Could you tell us more about this cooperation? you from Ethiopia. How is this cooperation going in Ethiopia? What have you gathered so far?
1: So in a nutshell, the Mm -hmm. cooperation between China and Africa is something that has been there for years now, Mm -hmm. decades, if you like. And Africa has been engaging with China in the sector of infrastructure, for example, building roads and bridges and uh, dams. And there is also this cooperation in the education sector, science and technology. Mm -hmm. Now comes also space. Mm -hmm. As you know, there is African Space Strategy of the African Union, which member states, by the way, adopted in 2016, This Africa space strategy comes out of the Agenda twenty sixty three, the fifty years plan of the continent, where Africa is aspiring to achieve its developmental goals. Mm-hmm. The African Union believes that space is one of the areas, the sectors that the continent must you know exert a lot of effort so mm-hmm. that the continent can achieve its desire of achieving economic growth and societal transformation. You know, something that we usually call the Africa we want. Yes. Now in this regard China has been very instrumental in making some of the dreams reality. There are two ways that Africa is engaging with China when it comes to this space program. Mm-hmm. One is the direct nation to China relationship. This is a kind of relationship that has been uh, seen between China and Egypt, China and Nigeria, China and Ethiopia, for instance. Mm-hmm. There are about eight or close to 10 countries that have objects in space or satellites, as you know. Mm-hmm. And some of them are the countries that have been for example, the open space. Program has been fully supported by China. Yeah. Ethiopia has now two satellites in orbit, which are being used for, you know, observation and for agricultural transformation, for climate change-related issues. And mm. the nation is really being beneficiary of this. Um, these satellites were launched from China. Mm-hmm. They were assembled there, and they are now in orbit. And this is really something that is very strategic for Ethiopia. I mm. was there, for example. Okay for the first launch in December 2019 in China Mm. when Ethiopia's first ETRSS-1, the first Ethiopian satellite, was launched to orbit. And that Mm. was really a significant moment for Ethiopia. It was also a proud moment. So this is the kind of picture that you should paint, that China Mm. is helping African member states to Mm -hmm. make their dreams a reality, especially in the sector of space. Now, the other one is in terms of, I mean, a relationship between China and the African Union as an Mm. institution, uh, not necessarily based on the member states uh, kind of relationship that we have earlier mentioned. So Mm -hmm. in that regard, the policy that I was mentioning, the Africa space policy, is something that China has been supporting. Mm -hmm. And I was speaking to the acting director of the African Union Commission for uh, Science and Technology, and he was telling me, look, China has been supporting us, let alone in making our policy a reality in devising it as well in putting it in paper, in balancing some of the thoughts that we have about space and how we can make the dream a reality. Mm-hmm. So there is now a strong relationship between Beijing and many African states and mm-hmm. also at the level of the African Union when it comes to a uh, space program space. Okay. and beyond that in making perhaps manufacturing and assembly happen within the continent, not only launching uh, satellites to orbit from China. Dive into the sports world with
0: Sideline Story, our weekly podcast that brings you the most up-to-date game analysis and news from the latest sports action. Subscribe to Sideline Story on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You mentioned there's about ten countries in Africa that are engaging, that are collaborating with China. I also want to know from you in terms of like advancement and. In the space cooperation in China, like what's happening in other countries. Um, from what you gathered from this event?
1: Well, as I said, the event, an interaction between uh, the Chinese um mm-hmm. astronauts, three of them would be in space for a long time, and the African youth from eight countries. And questions were coming from uh, representatives from Egypt, for instance, and from Ethiopia and others, like South Africans were also live attending this event, the South African youth, the Somali youth, and the Senegalese youth. The young men and women there would like to see their respective countries excel in space as China did or the rest of the world did like the Americans and the others. Mm. Because the African Union, for instance, believes that space is the most shareable asset for the world yes. and Africa needs to get a piece of the pie. And as you know, we're way behind all of the happenings here. Mm. Africa requires not only satellites, those which are small for observation, but also satellites for communication Mm. purposes. Without big satellites, there's no communication in the continent. when it comes to owning communication satellites, mm-hmm. for instance, Algerians can be mentioned here. Okay, and yes. China has practically assisted Algeria in owning a communications satellite in orbit. Now, this is really a continental achievement mm-hmm. and also an inspiration for the rest of the countries which are trying to join perhaps this journey into owning object in orbit, one. Mm-hmm. Two, the other idea that people were talking about on the sidelines of the event yesterday is that, well... Maybe all of us, all of the countries in the continent may not be able to send satellites to orbit or own one in orbit, but sharing them could be possible. Let's say, for instance, Algeria has got the satellites I was talking about, the communications satellite, Mm -hmm. assisted by China. Ethiopia has got two of the Earth observation satellites in orbit. Mm. The Eastern Africa region can share data because data is the most important thing that satellites provide you for human decision mm. um, for any purposes, including agriculture, mining, or climate change related yes. issues. Yes. And for the communication, is also the same thing. So it's not only the idea of let's just join the journey of owning mm. an object in space, it's also about how about we also share,
0: share. yeah. Uh-huh. And then,
1: the The idea of intra-Africa cooperation can be a reality in this regard, if that's the case. And it needs, by the way, a lot of work in making this a reality because cooperation within the continent is something that we need to work on, not only in space and other technologies, but also in political Mm. and economic situations.
0: Mm, Yeah. So I was just wondering, okay, even from those participating countries, Are they at par? You know, what level is this one on and what level is this one on? And it's interesting that people are coming to a consensus where they say, Okay, look, let's share some of this technology because I'm from Zimbabwe and I'm thinking, okay, how would we be able to tap into something like this?
1: Well, let's talk about, again, a general African Union policy mm. in space. By the way, is directly related to your question. Mm. So we can have something in orbit, like all of us, but not all countries can afford it mm. or may not be in a position to have one. But in your case, let's take the Southern Africa region. Yes, South Africa as a nation is very much advanced compared to other nations in the Southern Africa region or perhaps in the SADC region, if you like, mm-hmm. in this space technology. Technology. It owns uh, several satellites and has the access to data. Mm-hmm. If South Africa can provide data, agriculture-related, mining-related, uh, climate change-related, um, uh, or other things to Zimbabwe, to Botswana, mm. uh, Malawi, and others. Imagine the kind of regional transformation, Mm. the kind of each country related transformation, economic growth and others that we can um, uh, see in that area. Mm. When it comes to communication, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Sharing satellite with one another. Mm -hmm. Just before I, I delve into the depth of the information, do you know how many African states buy satellite data from abroad? So many. Mm. Mm. Hundreds of millions of dollars are spent to get satellite image and information and data mm. Mm. in order for nations to perhaps cope with climate-related issues or even for basic phone calls that we're making just because we don't own sa- communication satellites. We mm. have to rent or use other nations' satellites. And that is really um the kind of idea countries like ethiopia that have uh, saying that look if we start with communi- we if we start with basic satellites mm-hmm. the next step is going to be launching the heavier by the way these communication satellites are very heavy the heavier uh, communication satellites in orbit and having those is going to first help us avoid the extra costs that we've been spending to buy data uh, or 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 uh, get some kind of a service from others, which own uh, communication satellites in orbit, but also um, make us independent and also self-reliant, yes. uh, reliant, and also. Uh, provide same information for others so that income generation can really be a reality at the same time. Right, As right. you know, there are no free lunches. Yeah. Um, so this is the kind of cooperation that the African Union wants to encourage member states within the continent to implement in the name of, um, you know, a Pan-African uh, kind of uh, thought that mm. we have. Uh, Africans have been cooperating in different sectors, especially during the time of uh colonialism, one supporting the, the other to be free, mm. and then economic uh, support is was also there. When it comes to uh, security issues, African states have been there for one another in terms of uh, a nation to a nation and also a regional state to a regional, uh, a region, a regional cooperation uh, uh, or to another regional cooperation kind of stuff. But now making that, I was saying, as I was saying earlier, making that a reality on the ground has been a challenge for mm. the continental organisation that we call the African Union, and coordinating that into perhaps um, an, an institution that um, you know helps these member states which own satellites in in helping others, uh, so that others can be encouraged, can be supported, can be provided with data and information, so that they can. You know assist their citizens in joining uh, the growth and transformation that the continental organization has been dreaming for the entire continent is really a work that needs to be done and it needs to be done as soon as possible
0: ever wondered what's actually going on in africa through the perspective of an african how are things really going between china and africa what's the narrative of this relationship well get a perspective with China Africa Talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get on our wavelength every week to find out what's real with China Africa Talk. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. We'll see you there. So I'd like to know from you, Jiram, in terms of Africa's role in space missions, from what you gathered at the event, what is Africa's role in space missions? What would you say?
1: Well, as you know, Africa has been neglected for most of the matters that are happening in the continent, in almost every sector, partly because of our own issues of not working really what we are supposed to do in showcasing to the rest of the world that Africa has something to contribute in the world or for the transformation of the world in areas of peace and economic development, mm. climate change, and others. Uh, and the other one is, it's because um, bigger nations have been, you know, ignoring the the continent's efforts and the potentials that Africa requires in this regard. But Africa undoubtedly has its own fair share in a space transformation and development uh, of the world. Mm-hmm let's take China as an example mm-hmm. China has been behind um, say uh, from compared to the United States and perhaps the Russians mm-hmm. um, when it comes to you know joining this what we the, the so-called the space race mm-hmm. um but China has quickly managed to enter that circle and now is one of the nations in the world one if not the best one of the nations in the world which has uh, which have uh, which has achieved um, you know uh, excellence mm-hmm. in in space. Mm-hmm. There is now a, a bigger space station that is going to be perhaps completed in in the next perhaps a few months time. Mm-hmm. China promised that that space station is not going to be only for China, but also will be shared as a global asset. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see now, mm-hmm. now this example is what Africa really requires mm-hmm. first that we have something to contribute for the rest of the world. And second, it is doable because China has done it from perhaps way behind to now being one of the best Mm. um, in the world. So Africa's contribution in the space um, uh, transformation, development, research and others is is something that um, everybody needs to put in their minds and hearts mm-hmm. the other point that i want to uh, add for you is the african brain and um say the world's biggest space institutions, say mm. such as NASA.
0: Right, right. Do
1: you know how many Africans are there in, in the United States, um, NASA, who are researchers, astronauts, mm. who are contributing for most of the achievements perhaps the United States is now uh, talking about um, in, in, at this moment in time? Mm. I know... Know a lot of Ethi- Ethiopians, mm. and a lot of perhaps Nigerians and South Africans and others who are now working there. Re- recently, we have heard uh, an Ethiopian uh, who, um, an Ethiopian doctor who works for NASA, who contribu, who, who who contributed a, a, a major um, you know, research outcome uh, for the transformation of uh, NASA's studies, mm. and it, it was really a proud moment for Ethiopians. Mm. And those are the kind of issues that we also can talk about, as we are so proud of our kids. Uh, our, our, our our people in higher places, in other countries were also um, you, you know posing and thinking again, saying that this is the kind of problem that we have that brain drain mm-hmm. from the continent to other places is the one that is costing us and causing a lot of problems for us not to excel like others did mm-hmm. in this uh, space sector. So mm-hmm. Africa needs to pose, think about this, and also um, use its children. For um, uh, this um, space ambition that uh, the, the entire continent has uh, through its children, because the continent has got huge potentials, and the world will soon recognise if Africa can work towards that.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd like to also know from you, Giram. with regards to questions relating to gender or preferential treatment for either men or women, was anything mentioned? Because I noticed there was one. There's one female titanaut amongst the crew which is quite inspiring for women. Okay, well, I was quite inspired there and I actually began to start thinking to myself, OK, it seems like as if we're having more females in this industry. Were there any questions that were raised in terms of preferential treatment for yeah. either men or women?
1: absolutely it's, it's, yeah it's it's very interesting really um, the uh, the woman astronaut um, she, she's she has had uh, at least two three questions from the youth from Africa I remember uh, one was from Egypt uh, who asked her uh, how does it feel to be a woman in on space are you married and and is it really challenging to be mm. a woman and and stay in, in space for that long something like that mm. so many women especially the youth from a across the continent, are really inspired to see that it is possible as a woman to achieve um, and, uh, you know, to achieve and become an astronaut. Mm. As the Chinese techonauts were telling them, look, I'm married, I have a child, Mm. but still I am supported by my team and Mm. I am also supporting them as this is a teamwork. We have done great jobs great research uh, happen uh, uh, on the space uh, as they are still there mm. and being a woman is not a challenge at all and you can do it if i have if i have done it is the kind of message that she was sending for the youth especially for those uh, uh, women that have asked her the questions so for 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 gender related challenge that so many people think that look climbing the ladder and becoming someone um, especially in this you know stronger bigger idea of becoming an astronaut in you know, a Chinese term or not um, it's impossible the kind of example that the Chinese techonaut gave for them that gender is not really an issue here being a woman mm. can actually help you women are patient women are strong mm. they can coordinate and they can be really a good team players uh, and in making this happen it 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 has really inspired them, and and I can see those who have participated in the room as well were um, were excited mm. and inspired that uh, anything is possible.
0: Mm, okay, and just to wind off, um, I'd like to know from you what's finally. I mean, what is your impression, though, on the future of space cooperation between China and Africa? What would you say from what you observed?
1: Well, in in a, in in short, in a short term, mm. the future cooperation between China and Africa in this space cooperation is bright. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, even uh, uh, if you like, because China is interested to assist Africa in, in not only in putting together uh, the idea, the policies that respective countries has in have in the mul- multilateral level mm-hmm. of like uh, having, a, as I was saying earlier, ha- uh, having an object in orbit and helping them assemble, uh, put together and launch their satellites. But also in in inspiring the youth, because Africa is banking on its youth, as you know, mm-hmm. in for almost every sector of its um, its growth, mm-hmm. from politics to space. And what we have seen in form of that event is China's contribution to help African youth join this bigger vision of becoming an astronaut a space scientist so that mm. the continental dream can be a reality because without a human source, uh, a human resource it is almost impossible to to make any plan a reality so inspiring and then again equipping educating uh, giving exposure and then making them real scientists of the uh, representing the continent is what china is doing in one term. The other one is the ongoing effort. We have talked about so many countries being assisted by China so far mm-hmm. um, to make their space dreams a reality. And that cooperation under the FOCA cooperation, uh, as you mentioned earlier, is going to continue because one of the areas where China and Africa are going to cooperate and work together is space. And uh, Chinese are, have been promising that they are going to be there for Africa, in making this huge dream a reality, and Africans are also excited about it.
0: Mm. Thank you so much, Jiram uh, Jala, for your insights and for sharing what uh, the events that preceded brings us to the end of the program. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.